friend in me. You've got a friend in me. From How to Barbecue Right Studios in Hernando, Mississippi, Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Morning, Matt. Morning, Derek. Today is Tuesday, Election Day for the state of Mississippi. All municipalities have uh, their election today. So remember, everyone, please go out to vote. That's exactly right. We had the primary election in April? April. In uh, April actually, yeah. twice in April. We had the 6th and the 27th okay. with a couple runoffs. That's right. Get out, go vote, general election today. Especially War Two. War Two, you do have yes. the two challengers, or I guess an incumbent and a challenger. So make sure that uh, definitely War Two, please go out and vote. But again, you know, we live in a, a society and a country that does allow you to vote so even though the republican primaries basically decided the winner just go ahead and cast your ballot uh if you want to write somebody in that is your right to write somebody in but you know if not go ahead especially if you know the person go vote for them give them a couple hundred votes make them feel good about themselves and let's uh let's welcome the new board next month derek i, I did admit that i have written you in for uh things as you, far you as did cor- admit to that. yes coroner uh city clerk judge uh, i think i put you against we'll talk more about uh, mr gerald chatham here shortly but well i put you, put him up against you so i think I've, I've some another guy's name i've written down on several elections but he doesn't know it our 2021 presenting sponsor team couch of birch realty group Team Couch of Birch Realty Group possesses over 65 years of combined real estate experience. They are the number one team for well over a decade when it comes to residential real estate here in DeSoto County. With over 25,000 closings since 2009 on the buying or selling side of real estate, Team Couch of Birch Realty is definitely your go-to team. Right now, they are offering a free, no-obligation market analysis. That is a free, no-obligation market analysis for your home. They'll help you learn the value of your home, what homes are doing in your neighborhood, what homes are doing within a mile radius of your house, how to better prepare your home to sell, a number of different things. They are full-time, full-service realtors, which means they are available to you when you need them. If you are considering buying or selling a home in DeSoto County right now in this very hot DeSoto market, don't do it alone. Now's the time to work with a realtor that can help you with multiple offers, uh, all about your neighborhood, all about your house. Call Brian and Terry and their team at 662-449-1700. That's 662-449-1700. Or find them at teamcouch.com. That's teamcouch.com. Thank you, Brian and Terry, for being our 2021 presenting sponsor. Derek, I noticed a number of different people barbecuing, enjoying themselves on their back patios throughout our neighborhood. And if that's something that you're interested in getting better at, visit our 2021 studio sponsor, How to Barbecue Right Shop. The How to Barbecue Right Shop is located right here in Hernando on Memphis Street. This store has everything a man needs for barbecue, crawfish, and all other kinds of outdoor cooking. They have rubs, sauces, thermometers, cast iron, cutting boards, knives, and some of the best high-end smokers on the market. If you've ever seen Malcolm's How to Barbecue Right YouTube videos, you need to stop by his shop today. You can give them a call at 662-912-9947. That's 662-912-9947. Find him on Facebook at H2Q Malcolm Shop. That's H2Q Malcolm Shop. But the best thing to do is to stop by the How to Barbecue Right shop located on Memphis Street right here in Hernando. Thank you to Malcolm and Rochelle for being our 2021 studio sponsors. Derek, we forgot to do it last week, but we typically on our Tuesday show start the Tuesday show with our word from the weekend. 
Uh, you want to go first or me? You can go first. I'm going to go first. And I, I told you I'd be off air that I'm going to go with two words. Pretty simple. I had the pleasure of uh, attending the Center Stage Dance dance recital, which I don't know if you've ever had to – well, you've had to be going to go to several. At the HPAC, back to normal, uh, there at the Hernando Performing Arts Center. Just an amazing thing. Miss Amanda Herring is going to sit down with us pretty soon. I told you she and I have been playing cat and mouse. I've invited her on the show numerous times to talk about Center Stage Dance just because I think she does a great job. And I may or may not ask for a discount on the uh, tuition for my daughter. <laughs> uh, but, uh, for the interview? Yeah, for the interview, a little, little business uh, pub there. But anyway, just a wonderful time. They had six shows, one on Friday night, three on Saturday, and two on Sunday. So my one of my words is going to be selfish. Okay, follow me on this. Selfish. If you hold up your iPad during the recital to record your daughter or granddaughter's little uh, little show, I'm going to call you selfish. Don't they actually produce that on a, on a DVD <laughs> that you can buy and or they give to you? True. Well, I don't think they give you give it to you. But, yes, you can do all that kind of stuff, yes. And then shout out to Amanda. She came out at intermission, and she simply said, hey, guys, if you're holding up your iPad during the uh, show, we got a problem. And so yeah. I was very happy she did that because, yeah, about three rows in front of me, full iPad, goes up, records the thing. So that is one word from the weekend. It's going to be selfish. Okay? That's my well, word. Is it, so if that happens to you and you're sitting behind it, like you said you were, and you then say something, let's say, inappropriate to make sure it gets on there when they therefore can no longer use it, does that make you selfish for that, thinking they yes, were selfish? Like, awesome. So then you're selfish making – you're saying, okay, well, I'm going to get you back. So, you know – well, I, I was I that just guy. ruined your tape, so there you go. Right. I was that guy for a second. So when Amanda comes out and she says, hey, guys, if you hold up your iPad during the thing to record your, your people, there's people behind you, and uh, I was the only person in the, in the entire H-Pack that clapped. <laughs> <laughs> so I sat there and actually clapped. So I think the lady figured it out. But during the second thing, when the same group came out, she didn't do it again. That's so good. That's, that's good. good. Shout out to Amanda for helping us there. So that was selfish. The next one is going to be unselfish. Derek had the opportunity to attend the Super G uh, Memorial Tournament fundraiser party uh, on Saturday night at the Red Barn. It was an absolute blast. We had a great time. Uh, we kind of figured it out probably the first time in about 18 months that we all were able to kind of get together, yeah. enjoy a band, enjoy uh, fellowship and stuff like that. I know they raised thousands of dollars. So unselfish will be my second word there. And something else, Derek, so all the guys who won money or won different things, won prizes, all the stuff in that Calcutta, I'm pretty sure every one of them got up and said, hey, take this money. One guy won $4,000 oh, wow. in the Calcutta. And he said, hey, this goes back to Make-A-Wish. So really, really cool. Awesome. Uh, I don't think that would be the kind of guy that would put up an iPad uh, there. At no, the, uh, no the, absolutely not. Um, so unselfish is my second word. So congratulations to all the people that worked so hard with the Super G Invitational, the, hopefully the inaugural. So shout out to all those people that were so heavily involved, involved in that. Obviously the Chatham family, the Pittman family, all those guys that were doing uh, so much hard work, but just a wonderful time. And we got to enjoy a little hairband, a little bit of hairband oh, action. Hairband. Was it hairband or Aquanet? It was Aquanet. Aquanet. It was, it was Aquanet. Yeah. And they were, they were really good. They did a great job. A lot of fun. So sorry to take over this segment, but selfish was one word. So you know who you are if you put the iPad up in front of the uh, people behind you. And then unselfish uh, would definitely be the uh, the word for the Super G invitation that raised so much money for uh, Make-A-Wish. Your word? 
My word is commitment, and that's based on I, uh, one of the commitments could be the commitment made uh, by all the dancers and the actually having to do six shows. My daughter did that for years. I think this is basically her first, I guess, regular year not doing it. She didn't do it last year during COVID, and then now that she's playing basketball, unfortunately, she can't do it. Uh, but she loved dance for a good six to seven years uh, and always had the, the thing there. And those are long weekends, very stressful weekends, <laughs> no. very expensive weekends sure. uh, when you're buying all the costumes and having to buy tickets for every whatever. But that is a large commitment. But also, mine is commitment because what I basically what my children have been doing. Uh, my son uh, had a conference that he was part of, unfortunately, uh, this weekend. And your daughter was part of it, too. Unfortunately, it was virtual, and it really took a lot away from what it's supposed to be. And But he had to sit at a computer from 8 to 7 on Friday and then from 8 to 5 on Saturday. And let me tell you something. You know, a teenager giving up his Saturday during the summer to sit in front of a computer because of something that he was, you know, I guess awarded or, 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 you know, lucky enough to be able to attend, quote unquote, you know, that's saying something. So he was committed to that. And I, you know, I have to, you know, to say, hey, good job on that man. I, and then my daughter, you know, she was, she's committed because she's got a week long basketball camp, seven to seven every day, basically playing like little mini games all throughout the day. You know, that, that's a, these sports. And I know people say, uh, hopefully that everybody plays a different sport. Both my kids play multiple sports, but you know, summer times are baseball. There's a lot of soccer. There's a lot of volleyball. There's a lot of you know basketball for if you're entering high school that's a lot of commitment these these kids make that we didn't make I mean I played baseball but by July 4th man I was done and these kids are you know going through it all summer getting ready for football and that stuff like that so that's my word for the weekend commitment so let's start let's turn our attention not a whole lot of stuff going on in the city of Fernando but let's turn our attention to something that does affect the city of Fernando it's something that's going to be traffic related but before we do that right there next to the intersection that you're about to update us about I want to give a simple shout out to the friend of the podcast Greg Drumright, who came on in December, talked about his project, the Fieldhouse Project, basically at the corner of Green Tea and Mackinville. They had the groundbreaking ceremony yesterday before the rain. They had the opportunity right before the rain, right before the rain, (laughs) exactly. So, uh, but they had the groundbreaking ceremony. I saw a couple of pictures and stuff like that. So, congratulations to Greg. Ed Easley will be um, his largest tenant. I think some pretty some pretty cool things. I actually watched some AAU basketball on ESPN over the weekend. Mainly, I tuned in because I thought to myself, "Wait a minute, now that's what that's what Greg's talking about. That's right, wanting to." bring to the Mid-South and wanting to bring to Hernando, Mississippi. Now, I'm looking forward to it. And you know, as he mentioned, he's bought several professional courts, uh, the old, I guess, obviously they uh, replaced the courts, but he bought those courts. Those will be put in this uh, facility. And you're right. I mean, all those things are seen on TV, those AAU summer, you know, when you had LeBron James when he was in high school, all those, you know, upper tier that are coming through. Some kids now are not even going to go to college. I mean, we already had a couple yeah. that have already signed like these semi-professional leagues for a year before they then, you know, go to the uh, NBA. So all of those will be playing through here uh, once he gets it open. Really looking forward to that. And, you know, not only for the games or be, maybe being able to go see it if we wanted to watch, but mainly for the income being brought in by the families, by the by the coaches, by uh, you know, I hate to say this, but agents, uh, all of the college coaches are be coming in to watch them here. Well, yeah, I mean, if Hernando, Mississippi, we look up five, ten years from now, Hernando, Mississippi is a major player in the AAU circuit or something like that. That's going to be pretty cool. It benefits the city because they come to state hotels, they fill up with gas, they go to the gas station and spend twenty bucks on uh, chips and snacks and whatever before they you know head out to Atlanta. So, shout out to Greg and his team there with the Fieldhouse. Good luck to you guys. And again, that is right next to corner of Green Tea and Mackinville. A little bit of traffic stuff going on. Tell us about what we got. Starting yesterday, uh, the city officials move forward with putting three stop signs. There'll be three stop signs now at that intersection. The three-way stop sign control will remain there until the new section of the road and the interchange are open. 
So at that time, the stop sign for southbound traffic coming on McInville will be removed, making for a thorough arterial roadway north and southbound. The green tee stop sign at the intersection will remain. So the green tee one's going to stay there. You know, the other two will be taken down once the road is open and the exit uh, is completed. So they, uh, if you go to the city's website, they have a wonderful map showing you. There's one at the uh, going east to west on Green Tee Road, west to east on Green Tee Road, and then uh, north to south on McInville Road. So nothing south to north, north to south, east to west, west to east. Three stop signs right there, and they will remain in place. Uh, you know, we've been kind of saying we've all heard mid to end of August, sometime around the time frame is when they're going to have both roads open. So I would say for about two months, be looking for the stop signs being there. And then again, they will, one will remain there once it opens. So basically for the rest of the summer, Green Tea and Mackinville, Green Tea uh, Road is closed at Green Tea and Mackinville, period. That's right. Okay. And then when they do open up, it's going to go north and south for a while, get them trained that way. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be all opened up from there. Okay. So Green Tea Road at Mackinville basically closed for the rest of the yeah, summer. And at some point, obviously, once the traffic picks up and once, you know, Madison Lakes. I said it. What did, you, Madison Lakes. what did you I know, say? I know Don't do Lakes. that. Once that opens, then obviously that will be, of course, a prime oh, yeah, sure. location for a you know stoplight. Yeah. Uh, but we'll wait, and you know that's that's going to be several months and and or years down the road. We love the project. We love that area. Uh, it's going to be pretty neat. The northern entrance for the city of Hernando will be shifting to Mackinville and six and two sixty nine. That's just what's going to happen. Take a lot of load off of Commerce Street. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will come in that two sixty nine and Mackinville exit. Maybe some. Uh, Board of Education stuff, uh, some even stuff we can announce, uh, but you know maybe some Board of Education stuff going on out there. And Derek, speaking of Board of Education, the next thing up, next thing we're going to talk about, like I said, not a lot of stuff going on in the city. That's the biggest news uh, right now with no alderman meeting other than the election. So we're going to turn countywide, DeSoto County Schools, countywide stuff, teachers making some money, baby. <laughs> they are. They are. The uh, school board has met and they have put in, the DeSoto County has put in their proposal for the budget for the 2021-2022 school year for DeSoto County. Now, they did have a increase in mills, but not from, it's not going to be from a tax increase. So uh, for those of y'all that don't know, there are three types of taxes you pay in DeSoto County if you live in a city. You have city tax, county tax, and there is a school tax. They are not proposing raising the school tax. The school the school tax will remain the same. They are getting monies from other forms of revenue, and, and we know that because we know that uh, the teachers will be getting a thousand dollar pay raise from the state. Well, the county is also going to give them a little bit, Matt. They're going to uh, add another two hundred dollars, two hundred dollars coming from the county, and so that will be uh, going to the teachers for a total of a twelve hundred dollar raise per teacher. Now, the, the thing is, is that you know the, the reason they were able to offset this or be able to fund this is because they actually had a general obligation bond that they paid out. They, there was a bond they've been paying on, so they actually paid off some debt. Uh, they're saving three mills out of that debt. So they added that as $200 plus some other expenses that they're having to spend this year, uh, kind of making that up. So it is a net zero increase on our taxes, which is, which is a fantastic thing. And, and again, this is something that uh, obviously Corey Elselton, uh, the board, was happy to do, proud to do. Obviously also thank the state for the money that they were to give. Now, this is not officially approved yet. They actually have to meet on June 17th to formally approve it. But this is the budget that's set. I don't see anybody objecting to it, and I've, I feel very certain it will pass. Let me ask you a quick question. A lot of times people focus on that. Our taxes don't go up and all that kind of stuff. You know, Derek, I mean, we, we live in DeSoto County, Mississippi. We have such good schools, such good 
everything here where we live. I mean, is that still such a big deal where people would be so upset about a raise of $100 a year or $200 a year in their taxes to keep our schools awesome? If you had a well-drawn-out plan, you know, they did that 2007. I'm, right. I'm, I'm trying to remember here. 2007 is when they said, hey, we need four, six new high schools. And that's when that's right. Lake Cormorant, that's Cedar Hill. That's when all the Lewisburg, that's when they all came online. That was done. There was a tax increase. And, I, you know, there may have been a little, I think, I remember there was two or three very vocal people about it. Other than that, out of how many hundreds of thousands, you know, a couple hundred thousand people, maybe 120, 150 at the time. So, yeah, there were some people that were against it, but the very well laid out plan, obviously, you can see what it built. We obviously needed it. We probably, you know, sure. they are now they're doing expansion classrooms. Hernando's getting expansion classrooms starting in August. So, yes, I think that people, if you came up with a good plan saying, hey, look, we got this, at some point, they're going to have to put another school somewhere in the Hernando area. Sure. Uh, just because of the population growth around the Lewisburg, you know, slash Hernando, get well type of area. There are a lot of people coming, so they're going to have to divide that up at some point. When that plan comes, if it has to be a tax increase, I don't see people fighting it as long as they know where the money's going. Now, if they come back and say, hey, how can you do this when we have this, this, and this over here? Or, hey, you, you raised my taxes two mils or whatever, and we don't see anything yet, that's when the issues come. But if you have a well-laid-out plan, yeah, I, I don't think they'll do it yet. Yeah, I, I just, while you were sitting there talking about it, I was thinking to myself, you know, we have wonderful schools and wonderful cities here in uh, DeSoto County, especially, you know, I mean, you and I live in Hernando. We enjoy that. So, I mean, just the word tax obviously is, gets such a bad rep and stuff like that. I understand that. But, I mean, you know, look at how do we keep some of the things that we have nice and new and so forth. Anyway, I'm, I'm looking forward to the growth over the next 10, 12, 15 years, what that looks like with the Soto County Schools uh, for the future. Like you said, they paid some debt off. Mm-hmm. You know, Typically, that means we can kind of roll around and start to look at the next 15-year plan. So I'm excited about it. Again, I continue to joke around or tease a little bit. I know Hernando's heavily involved in that plan, yeah. so definitely looking forward to that. Speaking of a great plan, Derek, the Hernando Farmer's Market brings together the best of local food, artistry, and the agricultural traditions of the Mid-South. It's a place to shop. It's a place to gather, but more importantly, it's a rare chance to experience the simplicity of a Mississippi small town. It is truly a fresh local experience. For more information about the Hernando Farmer's Market, you can call Gia Matheny at 662-449-9092. That's 662-449-9092. As we mentioned on our last podcast, we'd like to start sharing four or five different vendors that are at the Hernando Farmer's Market every Saturday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. That's 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. every Saturday, May through October. Last week, we talked about Kendall Cattle Beef, Brown Dairy Farms, Because It's Natural, Growing Green Farm, Richardson Farms. This week, Jones Orchard, Cherry Creek Orchards, Southern Cookie Queen, and Coffee Central Squared. All four of those attend the Hernando Farmer's Market every Saturday morning. It is one of the best farmer's markets in the entire state. Please consider getting out 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. every Saturday in the city of Hernando for the Hernando Farmer's Market. DeSoto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments and general dentistry, including implants and implant-supported dentures and Invisalign. DFDC makes use of modern technology such as digital scanning, intraoral cameras, digital x-rays, and autoclave sterilization. An in-house lab allows your dentist to be fully involved in the lab process and the end result. The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. 
you can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with relaxing, personalized dental care. Visit their office today to see the difference and call them at 662-429-5239. Again, 662-429-5239. They are the dentist of the UTW podcast, and they should be yours. Someone else is going to sit down with us pretty soon to talk about landscaping, talk about yards, talk about you know different things, different property needs that you might have. Richard Williams of Williams Services. Williams Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs. His company specializes in leaf removal, tree trimming, spring cleanups, summer cleanups, anything you might need for outdoors, gate repair, fence repair, any type of stuff, new type of landscaping and grading. Now's the time to reach out to Richard and his team at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. Or find Richard on Facebook at Williams Lawn Services. That's Williams Lawn Services on Facebook. Lauderdale Insurance Agency, your local State Farm provider, is located at 11 West Commerce Street, directly across from the Hernando Post Office. Lauderdale Insurance is owned and operated by Sam Lauderdale, former alderman and local resident of Hernando. His team specializes in insurance for life, home, business, and auto. Mr. Sam encourages you to compare coverage, service, and price, but feels confident Lauderdale Insurance Agency should be your insurance provider. Please call Sam, Sherry, Angie, or Jennifer at 662-429-5213. Again, 662-429-5213. Or find them on Facebook at Lauderdale Insurance Agency. Derek, right in the middle of our Tuesday show is always the DeSoto County Fact of the Week. DeSoto County Fact of the Week brought to us by the DeSoto County Museum. DeSoto County Museum is located right across from Area 51 Ice Cream on Commerce Street in Hernando. They are open from 9 to 5. That's 9 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday throughout the year. Tuesday through Saturday, 9 to 5. Please consider taking your friends, family to the DeSoto County Museum, letting your kids see the county they live in now, the county that they uh, are growing up in each and every day, see the history of this wonderful county. Derek, our DeSoto County Fact of the Week this week is what? Well, Matt, the fact this week uh, is for something that uh, is actually just recently closed within the last year or so. The Fact of the Week this week is about Coleman's Barbecue. I know that many people are missing it, and we'll kind of get into just a second why. But Coleman's Barbecue uh, was started in Hernando on May 21st, so almost Right at 50 years ago. Wow. Right at 50 years ago, Coleman's Barbecue opened for business on Commerce Street in Hernando, Mississippi. Carl and Mae Ferguson, residents of Tate County, purchased the Coleman's franchise from Mae's older brother, A.B. Coleman Jr. The Fergusons were one of 176 franchises in the Mid-South area, and the restaurant was in continuous operation for almost 50 years. The restaurant was uh, did a very good job and perfected the way pork shoulders were cooked and they developed very good sauce recipes, really known Matt, throughout the world, definitely around this region uh, for their barbecue. And again, it just recently closed, but I think right now I t- was talking with Rob and Rob believed that the one in Cenotopia is to be the only one left. Uh, did of you the say at one Coleman's time there's 177? 100, 176. 176. 176. Uh, and now it is uh, believed to be the only one left is in Cenotopia. 
Uh, Coleman's, you know, it followed the tradition of barbecue joints, of course, in and around the Memphis area, and just a just a well-known location, just a landmark, really, uh, in Hernando for almost 50 years. Of course, it closed about a year or so ago, uh, bought by Trustmark Bank, where they'll eventually expand their operations right there. But uh, again, just a wonderful landmark that we have. It's still sitting right there, and uh, just many, many great barbecue sandwiches I had there, and especially known for their breakfast. Coleman's Barbecue, again, like you said, Derek, there's a the project that Trustmark's going to do there is pretty going to be pretty impressive, yep. going to be pretty neat. But again, it is kind of sad to look over there and see the Coleman building just sitting there waiting for that expanded project for Trustmark's going to be pretty neat. But again, Coleman's Barbecue has been or was a part of uh, the Hernando I know up until about a year ago, and and still 50 years. Uh, congratulations to them uh, for whatever their future holds. Whoever sold that land, thank you, Rob, for the uh, the fact of the week. Coleman's Barbecue, such a fixture here in the Hernando area. Uh, good to hear the history of that. So thank you, Rob for giving us that information. Again, visit the DeSoto County Museum right there on Commerce Street across from Bancorp South. You will definitely not regret uh, visiting the DeSoto County Museum 9 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday. Thanks again, Rob Long, for that uh, DeSoto County Fact of the Week. Derek, I teased with you last week. I told you that my son was at Universal Studios down in Orlando with his cousins. He said it was absolutely awesome. The Velasa Coaster, the Velasa Coaster, oh, brand new. Right it opens June 10th. And they actually got to ride it twice. Nice. So Velocic Coaster down at Universal Studios. If that's something you're looking to do, reach out to the ladies at Magical Destinations of Hernando. Whether it's that trip to Disney World, Universal Studios, the Gulf Coast, National Parks, anywhere east to west, north to south here in the United States, Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher can help you plan the trip of your dreams. They work to get you the best rates with headache-free planning. Magical Destinations is locally owned and operated right here under the water tower. Give Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher a call today to start planning your magical getaway. You can reach them at 662-469-6304. That's 662-469-6304. Or check them out on Facebook and Instagram. That's Facebook and Instagram at Magical Destinations Unlimited. That's Magical Destinations Unlimited. Since 2001, Green King Spray Services has been helping home and business owners enjoy lush, healthy, weed-free outdoor living spaces. They refuse to settle for the status quo, continuously researching and testing the very latest methods, products, and strategies to ensure your lawn looks better than the other guys. With technicians trained and educated, with hours of continuing education and seminars each year, Green King is committed to doing everything they can to make and keep you satisfied. You can reach them at 662-892-8419. Again, 662-892-8419. Or visit them at their website, greenkingspray.com. They're my spray service. They should be your spray service. And remember, if you want it green, call the king. Excited to welcome our newest advertiser, North Mississippi Dumpsters. North Mississippi Dumpsters is a local small business offering service seven days a week. They service DeSoto County, Marshall, Tate, and Tunica counties. This company not only accommodates professionals in real estate, house flipping, landscaping, new construction, renovations, or business disposal, but also want to focus on homeowners. Homeowners who need to clean out their houses, yards, attics, basements, or sheds. They carry 13 and 20 yard roll-off dumpsters that are carefully loaded and unloaded as to not cause damage to your driveway. Their dumpsters are in great condition, so you have no worry about the aesthetic look of the dumpster right there in front of your home. You can have it by the day, 
the week, and even a month. You can call them at 901-299-0916. That's 901-299-0916. But the best thing to do is to visit their really, really good website, DeSotoDumpsters.com. That's DeSotoDumpsters.com. Their pricing is there. You can book a dumpster. You can tell them the time to be there and the time to pick it up. It's really amazing how their website works. DeSotoDumpsters.com. Thank you, North Mississippi Dumpsters, for being our newest advertiser. North Point Christian School is experiencing extremely high interest and enrollment activity. To meet interest, the school will have an open house on Sunday, June 13th. That's this Sunday, June 13th. North Point was just voted DeSoto's best middle school and DeSoto's best high school by the DeSoto Times Tribune. Come and see why they have been voted best. And come and see why families in three states, 28 cities, and 41 zip codes continue to make North Point DeSoto County's largest and most desirable Christ-centered college preparatory school. As North Point continues to enroll for the 2021-2022 school year, some grades are getting close to capacity. Don't delay. Check out North Point and save your spot today. Contact Sheila Sharon at 662-349-5127. Again, 662-349-5127. Or by email at s-s-h-e-r-o-n at ncstrojans.com to register for the June 13th Preview the Point admissions event. Derek, before we turn our attention on what we teased about last Friday on what we're going to do today, we're going to do a little bit. We moved from audio. Last week we talked about music. This week we're going to talk about movies. Actually, the next two or three weeks we're going to talk about movies. So this week we're going to talk about and we're going to talk about some of our favorite sports movies. That's the two categories we've chosen today, sports movies and animated movies. Now, the reason we're doing this is fairly simple. Not a whole lot going on high school sports-wise. They're taking a little bit of time off. So Derek and I are trying to introduce who we are, what we think, some of the things that maybe you know we like, and enjoy growing up and different stuff like that. So you can kind of get to know us a little bit more. Had several people the other night at the Super G Invitational Party, visited with them about the podcast, some of the things that they really enjoy. One of our good friends, uh, one of our gentlemen you and I both know who... uh Local plan. He's, he's he's part of the planning commission. Planning commission. Planning commission. Uh, we had some good conversations there, talking about the podcast and stuff. So thoroughly enjoyed uh, visiting with people about it. Again, kind of mind blowing the growth of the podcast and the number of people that are listening. The number of people that pull me aside at church or different places and just say, "Hey, man, I didn't know anything about that." So uh, we, we're glad to uh, give that community service for sure. But look, let's talk about let's talk about movies. Are you ready? Something we both enjoy. First of all, I think we should start with animated uh, because I think you, you were kind of questioning why grown men are going to talk about animated movies. <laughs> so we can go ahead and get that out of it's the way It's a family first. show. It's, it's a, a family, family show. show. And again, the way I was looking at it was, all right, there's basically six different genres. All right, so you have sports, animated, action, comedies, and that's the four we're going to do. And then also you could say drama, which is something we may do. Uh, and then horror, which we're not doing because I do not well, watch horror Well, let me ask you movies. a quick question. Hang on. When I was looking, doing a little research here, it said horrors. A lot of this, a lot of horror movies are in action and drama. Well, I mean, yeah. And there's actually one of my action, which again, we'll talk about next week. Yeah, that's next could week. Could be considered horror. I mean, there's horror aspects to it. But I'm talking about like the Saw you, yeah, and about all the, films. you know, the, like the ones. I mean, look, I watch Poltergeist like anybody else. I mean, up until about 92, I was probably pretty caught up. I mean, once they started coming out with the stuff so after that, you, you just, just, I mean, straight, all the straight gore, so you're, like all you're, the mind messing stuff, I'm out on. Right. So I you're, don't. so you're a bit soft. You work out every day, but you would admit to being soft. What if they had a horror, what if there was a horror movie where people that went to the gym at 5 a.m. Just get straight murdered? <laughs> yeah. Then I'll, yeah. Again. You'd be, yeah, I would, would not watch it. Therefore, right, I would not exactly. know about it. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So we're going right, to start with We'll animated. start with animated. Okay. Start with animated. We'll, we'll go back and forth. All right. Yeah. So I'm not, all right. So now these are, mine are not in any particular order. I had, in fact, I had a hard time narrowing mine down to three. 
So I'm just going to start from the top, have them written down the way that I, you know, that I have them. The first one, uh, really, and, and again, the first one I have on the list, Matt, Toy Story. The original okay. Toy Story. I uh, got some facts on it. Now, this, the budget for this, that was uh, $30 million. It made $373 million. Correct. This is uh, back in, released in November of 1995. Now, the reason, uh, again, not only do I love this movie, and I remember specifically watching this movie for the first time because hopefully everybody would, would think this, especially if you were, you know, older than, you know, I guess one or two at the time. This was the first entirely computer, uh, a computer animated film. The first time it had ever been done where the entire thing was, you know, CGI, it was mind-blowing. I mean, sure. I just see the yeah, way— 1995, I mean, yeah. 1995. So I'm a sophomore in college, and so, of course, I was a little old to be saying, you know, okay, but I, but I could imagine being like an eight-year-old, and if I had to watch that movie to, you know, walk and then close my door, open it back up to see if the toys jumping up because it was that real. I uh, really enjoyed the premise. Really so, enjoyed so real quick, you gave up horror movies in 92, started watching Toy animated. Story in 95. Love, love some animated. <laughs> I'm just I'm hey. just. <laughs> But anything <laughs> I'm just I'm just laughing here. I have to be able to sleep at night. Okay, um, I got you. No, nah, just kidding. Uh, so again, wouldn't the, wouldn't the toy be wouldn't a toy being alive be more freaky though? I mean, a toy, Chucky. Chucky was, Chucky was freaky. Chucky's a horror movie, but I'm saying in general, wouldn't that be kind of crazy if you found out your toys hung out all throughout the day? They hung out. Well, I wouldn't want. Hey, look, I wouldn't want that because then the toys would be like you know when I was a kid. <laughs> you know when I was a kid, just you know, stuff you'd be doing in your yeah, room exactly. by yourself, kind of like the toys watching you. Um, all right, it was written by Joss Whedon. Uh, and Joel Cohen, obviously, who went on to do wonderful directors on their own. So Joel Cohen, Cohen Brothers, Joss Whedon, uh, were, uh, was writ- wrote this, uh, and it was de- uh, excuse me, it was directed by John Lasseter. Uh, and of course, the voices, some of the voices that we're very familiar with, Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, to infinity and beyond. Uh, Don Rickles, John Ratzenberg, Annie Pitts, all voices of the uh, uh, of the characters. Just a wonderful, wonderful movie that I, you know, kind of didn't really grow up with it, but basically from college on. But it just led to obviously four of those, and then of all the Pixar movies that came after that. So Toy Story is my first one. Well, I mean, we didn't grow up with it, but we we grew up with our kids watching them. Yes, watching them again. They're they're such enjoyable movies, like you said, CGI and that type of stuff. Just now they have movies or they create movies animated wise where the characters look like the men and women that are playing the people, yeah. you know, which is a whole nother thing. But yeah, Toy Story just totally changed the game, put Pixar on the map. Uh, they got a great ride there on the Disney World. It's a lot mm-hmm. of fun and stuff. Uh, Woody's Roundup was one of the songs that was at the uh, Center Stage Dance. And, and that was the, the Slinky Ride. The yep. Slinky Ride uh, at Disney is awesome. Yeah, and, and look, people love uh, um, buddy movies. People love that kind of stuff. We all get older. We all go to the one where you had to give the toys up to the little girl. But that was later on. That was yes. three. That, that was, was three. Toy Story yeah. three. But I, I mean, you said Toy yeah. Story. I wrote down Toy Story four, and I told you on Rotten Tomatoes that's going to yeah. be that was the number one rated animated movie. But at the same time, the whole genre two, one, two, three, and four has been. It's, it shows yeah. you the staying power. It's been pretty awesome. All right. Well, you went, then I guess you want to yeah, go. Yeah. So we're going to move that. So I did mine a little bit different versus top three. You and I off air. I just said a, a movie that I, I can't turn off whenever I do it. And again, people are going to. Some people, we, you know, we, we may get to some text from people being like, "Oh my God, you kids are whatever." <laughs> but as a parent, follow me on this. The movie Inside Out. That's great. The movie. the movie Inside Out is a wonderful movie. I love it because even as parents, they show inside of the mom, inside oh, of the dad, oh. and they show the dad just kind of wandering off and thinking about something else. <laughs> and then they show the mom sitting there thinking about the, uh, you know, the the guy she had a crush on or the, yeah. the the whatever and she's like oh my god i gave up him for him, for this guy and stuff <laughs> when you start to break things down like that and you see your kids you start raising kids and when you start to think about that movie and and it has the the temper i mean you had lewis black as the 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 voice there of the the anger you had um sadness 
there, which was so good. Bill Hader. Bill Hader does fear. Bill Hader does fear. I mean, that kind of stuff. You know, Amy Poehler is so good as Joy. Um, But just it's a wonderful movie. And again, once you start seeing it as when you have kids and parents and all that kind of stuff, what I like about it is what we don't realize. And again, you and I being parents, me being 42, you being way older than me. (laughs) Some of the decisions we make, the family in the movie moved. Some of the decisions that are made with our kids that don't, they don't, the kids don't get a choice. The kids just have to go. Or they they either hold it in. Sure. Like this, like the girl did in in the movie. Or they completely lash out and just i mean like my daughter would do right. would just lose their mind the right. entire time it was happening so it's it's either or you know both either the extremes and right. so you, but you don't know what's going on inside the hair to cause his emotions that's exactly right yeah so the movie inside out just a really good movie if you've never seen it go see it uh let me just go ahead and warn you when they hit the rocket ship nope little spoiler alert thing when they got to say goodbye to the crazy oh, can't talk about it's brutal it's brutal. Uh, also spoiler alert when when she drops her little thing down to like the caverns I can't, I can't talk about it. Yeah, like, just tough stuff. Inside Out, that's one of my favorites. So, yeah, what's yours next one? Next one, going back in time. Now, this one I did grow up with. Yeah. Absolutely love this movie. You could put it on right now. I could quote 95 to 99% of this movie word for word. The cartoon version of Robin Hood. Cartoon version of Robin Hood. It was with, released in November 1973. With the fox. With the fox. As Robin. Uh, the bear, Little John. Uh, Prince John was the, the lion. Mm-hmm. Or that's the 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 skinnier lion uh, than you had uh, King Richard who came back. He had the full mane right. and everything. Anyway, no one, you know, I knew it line by line. As I said, it had a $5 million budget back in 73, made $32 million uh, at the movie theaters, kind of doing some research on the show. It was a major influence on, you know, later on the movie Zootopia. They kind of yeah, really sure. borrowed a lot from Zootopia now. And the characters have made, you know, little cameos in other movies that have been, been since then. But the original Robin Hood, you know, it is a musical. But if you have never seen it, find it. Great songs, great premise, and just, again, a, a movie that I love. Is it on Disney Plus? Do you know? Have you seen it? I'm sure it is. Well, it's, on, it's on YouTube. No, I own the DVDs. So oh, 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 my gosh. Yeah. That, I, I saw it in your car the other day. Yeah. You, are, you oh, just yeah. ride around and watch yeah. it at red listen, lights. Listen to the like uh, soundtrack all the time. I would agree with you. I mean, I'm again. I'm. I started to gauge these on ones that I won't turn off. And Robin Hood, where it's, when it's rarely on, but yeah, that's one that's definitely uh, really, really good. Um, Toy Story for you was one. Uh, then I said Inside Out for me. I went ahead and said Toy Story four, Derek. I said Toy Story four. I thought that was really a, a good one. I mean, a good. It seems like they end every time. And next thing you know, it's Toy Story five. You know, so it's just uh, you know. I thought Toy Story four was was definitely uh, one that I had on my my list. All right, Derek, one that I can't turn off or one that comes on when I see it on, I can't turn it off. Again, I've got a six-year-old daughter, so when she's sitting there with me or we fumble on something, uh, she typically sees it. Now she can read pretty well, so she jumps on that pretty well. One and two. I like one and two of what I'm about to say. Uh, Monsters, Inc. Monsters, oh, yeah. Inc., number one would be good. And then Monsters University I thought was really good as well, mm-hmm. the number two thing. But, again, buddy movie. Buddy movie. Everybody has friends. Most people have friends. Uh, not everybody <laughs> we know have friends, but most people have friends, but most people have those kind of relationships to where you look up. I like movie, those kind of movies where, you know, the really cool guy, the really popular guy starts to take, take a step back and realize, and we, we try and teach this to our kids and stuff. And now in society, you're not that important. You're not as cool yeah. as you think you are. You know, you, if you surround yourself with people that uh, you care about, that love you and you love them and you show some vulnerability and that type of stuff, uh, you're going to have a much richer life. And that's kind of what the movies are about. Whenever he starts to realize, hey, I could be the scariest monster in the world, but the guy with the plans, the guy that can get stuff done is Mike Wachowski right. with the eyeball. And that's, a but, like I said, a buddy movie, but it's also a movie about, hey, you know, humbling yourself and uh, working as a team, which again, center stage dance, like I talked about. You could tell the kid, the one kid maybe that would mess up – 
it was all in in, in one big synchronized situation. They yeah. were a lot better as a team. So a team movie is definitely what I like. That's a great pick, and I love Monsters Inc. when it came out. I love Billy Crystal. I uh, always just you know got a great voice. Put that thing back where it came from, or so help me. <laughs> it's a musical. You know, you get right into what John Goodman, yep. Sully, and so just a great buddy movie. And um, you know, again, if you have not seen any of these movies, yeah. please, 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 we cannot encourage you. Or if you have young ones, and it's been a while since you have seen it, put these movies on. They're fantastic, and again, you'll catch yourself watching them and being sucked in. And I, just like the last one. The yeah, last what's, one, what's your last one? Yeah. My last one is uh, now the last two. You know, first Toy Story. I just did it because of the fact of how awesome it was to see a movie like that. Yes. And just because of the legacy of it. Last two were emotional picks, of course, Robin Hood. And my last was also an emotional pick, Cars. Mm -hmm. This was Bo's first movie in a theater. He was two and a half years old. Took him and said, I don't know if he's going to make it through the whole thing. Could not have been more entertained. Absolutely mesmerized. Yes. Clapped. Laughed. Uh, and as a two-and-a-half-year-old, came out in June 2006, directed by John Lasseter, the exact same guy that directed Toy Story. Of course, it was part of Pixar. This was the final independent film by Pixar before it became part of Disney. Interesting. Uh, so that's a, a great fact there. Now, some of the voices, Owen Wilson. Focus. Speed. I am speed. Paul Newman. Uh, this was Paul Newman's last acting role. Oh, wow. Okay. So his last acting role and the last Pixar movie uh, as an independent of course, also had Larry the Cable Guy, Cheech Marin, George Carlin, Michael Keaton, uh, John Ratzenberger again, of course. Dale Jr., uh, Mario Andretti also did their own voices. Uh, the budget, now remember, Toy Story's budget was $30 million, made three seventy three. This budget was $120 million. They had grown four times the size of the budget of Toy Story, but made $462 million in theaters. Right. Now, no, no telling how much since then, but in theaters. So again, Cars, just a fantastic movie. Loved Owen Wilson. Loved uh, Michael Keaton as Chick. Uh, and then, you know, of course, Lightning McQueen. And just, uh, just all the characters. Loved the scenery. Yeah. Uh, the Route 69 scenery, Radiator Springs. And just a great movie. And of course, Life is a Highway, the, the song in it, just a great song so again overall just a wonderful movie i will watch it every time i find it on tv and again kind of emotional pick because the first movie that i saw from the first child cars is a great choice wilson loved that movie just some really neat animated movies again that's a little vision into us i think Derek. i mean we talk about animated movies but we live so much through our kids but let's talk about some movies that you and i grew up enjoying you and i enjoy to this day and again i'll start it off because again i, I did mine a little bit different movies that i cannot look away from i don't care what's going on if i stumble upon them i'm going to watch them i don't think you and i maybe have the same ones but look my first one days of thunder days of thunder racing uh, movie I like yeah it. days of thunder tom cruise of course it's a sports movie or something quick story there i was skiing one time with my family years ago and i ended up on a ski lift with a guy that was on davy allison's pit crew and so he and i started talking about days of thunder and, and of course he kind of rolled his eyes whenever i said oh days of thunder because it was fairly new then but he started telling me all the different things where this is accurate that's not accurate this is accurate so we the entire time we ended up skiing the rest of the day and right multiple ski lifts and he was talking to me about the that's movie awesome. yeah. and some different things but days of thunder every time i turn on obviously that's when nicole kidman and, and tom cruise started to uh, date each other and everything meet each other and date each other but again i can't turn it off i just watch it to the very end i love robert duvall all right well we're still under a caution i want you to go back out on that track and hit the pace car hit the pace car hit the pace car one of my favorite actors for sure and uh, tom cruise as well so days of thunder would be my first uh, my first one, I'm going to go, I did actually kind of rank these. Um, I'm going to go three to one on this one. Sure. My first one, 
Rocky Four. Rocky Four. Now, obviously, the obviously probably maybe the cheesiest Rocky, but I can't turn it off. You can't. Any, I don't know anybody that can turn it off. I like can't Rocky turn it off. Four, November twenty seventh, nineteen eighty five. All right, it was directed by Sylvester Stallone. Obviously, starred Stallone, Burt Young, Carl Weathers, Bridget Nelson, uh, Dolph Lundgren. It had a twenty eight million dollar budget, made three hundred million, and this was the highest grossing sports movie. Until the Blind Side came around. Oh wow! Highest grossing uh, for uh, well over twenty five years until Blind Side came around. Matt, where do you think they filmed Russia? Seattle, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Okay. The yeah. Teton Mountains were used as Russia. Russia! Russia! And there was actually a little shack that he had just outside Jackson Hole that he actually worked out in. That was in Jackson Hole. Uh, and then, again, this was my movie growing up. So, 85, I was about the fifth, sixth grade year. Before every summer league baseball game, I would get the VHS tape, sure. watch this movie before I went out there just to psych myself up. Love this movie. Is this because you didn't have, like, the tape on the, the soundtrack yeah, this, yet? Then I got the soundtrack. Right. I don't, you know, if you were in a gym from anywhere from 87 through 93. Absolutely. That was the soundtrack playing in the gym. That probably still had a lot of gyms. <laughs> yeah. It's a great, it's a great movie. Man. Uh, the punches were real. Uh, Stallone actually was in the hospital for eight days after a punch he took from uh, Lundgren. Uh, Carl Weathers actually threatened to quit because of the scene where you, when he gets, you see him toss yeah. him into the corner at the beginning of the movie. That was real. And he literally walked out of the ropes during filming and said, I'm not coming back. And he had, had to talk him back on wow, set. Wow, yeah. Of course, it was a uh, the you know just a, the, the training montages, just absolutely unbelievable. And the one for the Russian, outside of the steroids, obviously, but the one for the Russian, the, the training montage, they they talked with a boxing analyst, actually twenty years ahead of its time and what they were doing wow. at the time of, of that training, uh, those those training montages. So they were actually talking with boxing people while they were filming it, and those boxing people were on the cutting edge. So just a lot of good things coming out of that movie, yeah. but it's an absolutely you know rewatchable movie. Do you feel like it's still? I mean, do you feel like it shaped you from a workout standpoint? point again listeners we try and show a little bit of window here Derek does work out still does I, I used to not as yeah I used to but I'm just saying do you think that started to shape you and say hey, I, I'm I want to do that for the for the rest of my life uh, two things happened at the exact same time and this movie being you know just how unbelievable it was and just watching the guys especially you know him doing it the, the old-fashioned way whatever yeah. you call it literally in sixth grade and me not being able to do pull-ups on the presidential fitness test. Wow, okay. Did, did y'all have to take those? Did y'all do the presidential the fitness test that Ronald Reagan had? What president? Oh, Ronald Reagan. It was Ronald Reagan's yeah, presidential I knew, I knew fitness. About, yeah. And like you had to throw a softball, you had to sure. run the thing, you had to do the, the the lateral shuffle. And then one of the things, I could do everything. I always pat whatever the, the, the mark was that you had to get past or to beat in order to get. You had to get six out of the seven or five out of the six in order to get the certificate. And I always, I did my last two years, but the only one I could not do, you had to get six pull-ups. As a, you know, The guys had to get six pull-ups, and the girls had to hang above the bar for like 30 seconds or a minute or so, whatever their timeline was. Right. And so I could, the most I ever got was four. And I told myself, when that was over with, the fact that I could not get that, entering seventh grade, of course, I didn't have it anymore, and it was only in elementary school. I told myself, I will never not be able to do six pull-ups. That's literally what got me started in. That's where I am today. So now kids can go to PE and not even put on gym shorts. <laughs> I mean, true. literally, that, that is, is true. true. You can go to PE and, and kids are doing everything they can to opt out of PE or figure out a way to go to something, be an office worker or something like that. So that just tells you how different things are. All right. So my next one, like I said, my first one was Days of Thunder. Uh, yours, great pick. Rocky Four uh, was going to be yours. My next one that I cannot turn off, and it's a long movie, so it's kind of you know takes over my day, and my wife gets very sick of it. <laughs> the Natural. Oh, the Natural. I I'm mean, glad you picked that one because it did not make my cut, and I'll tell you why at the end but yes 
absolutely wonderful movie. Just the music is great. Uh, I just love the, the movie. Like you said, the scenery, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, use of color. The use of color. Yeah, use of color. Movie. Yeah, I mean, the comeback movie. Um, just a great, uh, great movie. I mean, I played baseball growing up throughout, you know, throughout growing up and stuff. And it's one of the movies that I just kind of the the soundtrack plays over and over in my head anytime I'm thinking about baseball. I mean, the, the natural is just a great, like I said, comeback movie. Robert Redford's awesome uh, in it. I just thoroughly enjoyed it. And you know, it's not real, but uh, you know, it, it had parts of it that that you really could feel like, or, or you kind of thought to yourself like it was. But uh, just thoroughly enjoyed the natural. One of my favorite movies. Yeah, you know, I can't uh, turn it off. Oh, well, what's it? Uh, Brent Brimley, you know, the coach. Yeah. Um, you know, the Quaker Rope man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Wilford Brimley. He, you know, look at him in that movie. You know, he was only like 45 or 50. Right. Like he, he, was, not, I don't, he had not filmed uh, Cocoon yet. That's right. He looked like he was, <laughs> he always looked like he was 75. Yeah. And he was like 40 in that movie, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. My, my wife, like I said, <laughs> she, I, I, it's just awesome. You know, I, playing sports growing up, baseball growing up, you know, life in general. Sometimes you go through a slump and you just kind of figure out you lose your way and you don't know uh, kind of where you're going. And then, you know, you it took it took someone from home, something from home, to draw him back to that and, and so forth. Just an just an awesome movie, and I think the best part of it for me, as he gets older and the guy threatens him, you know, spoiler alert, threatens him with releasing those pictures and stuff, and he just kind of he just said, man, that's in my past, and, yeah. and it's time to turn the page to the future and stuff, and, and he sure does. It's just awesome. It's a great movie. If you've never seen The Natural, um, your wife may not like it, so you may want to set up shop and, and watch it. It's really, really good. It's one of the best baseball movies ever made. Speaking of the baseball theme, my number two, Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Uh, this is, you know, it was based on a book that I actually read by Shoeless, called Shoeless Joe by W.P. Kinsella. Debuted in May 5th, 1989. Uh, the book is just as good as the movie, of course, starred Kevin Costner, Amy Madigan, James Earl Jones, Ray Liotta, and Burt Lancaster. Matt, something in the uh, the scene in, in Fenway Park, you know, when he goes to yeah, find sure. Moonlight Graham. Uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were extras in the Fenway Park scene. Uh, the budget was $15 million. It made $84 million. And Terrence Mann, who is now, I believe, a basketball player for the Clippers. I kept hearing his name several times yesterday watching that game. There is a Terrence Mann that plays yeah. on the Clippers. Uh, he was actually based on J.D. Salinger. Seiji Salinger was the actual author he was talking about uh, in the book, but Salinger was going to sue if they used his name in the movie, so they didn't use it. Anyway, so this is the film that I come to. I mean, if, if it's on, I'm sitting down, I'm stopping, I'm watching it, knowing good and well the last 10 minutes I'm crying the rest of the, like the last 10 minutes. I mean, I might as well just go ahead and bring me the box of tissues. Absolutely. I, I know it's coming. Everybody knows it's coming. But for, for when the little girl falls off the thing, Gets the, the, the hot dog stuck in her throat, and Moonlight has to come off the Spoiler field. alert. Spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> All the way through the end of the movie, just absolute just tears. I yeah. mean, just ab- – I mean, because it's I mean, father-son thing. There's the whole the, – the premise, you know, why the voice was there in, in the uh, cornfield. Man, it just tears me up every But time. doesn't everything change now that we have kids? Now that we've had – I mean, our kids are getting older, of course. But everything changes for me now that I have kids. Mm-hmm. You know, now that I lost my dad, I'll think about that. Like you said, I mean, you know, I, I'll never forget the part in the movie. And, again, it's hard to drag everything out, but – the part of the movie where he says, man, I'm just like a, he, he, when he sees his dad so young, he's just like, man, I'm, I'm not even a, a, a glimmer, in his, a glimmer eye, yeah. in his eye, you yeah. know? And that's the stuff right there. We forget that our parents, I mean, again, right now I'm 42 years old. I was 12 years old when my dad was 42. Mm-hmm. I know what I was doing at 12 years old. I was a mess. I was, you know, whatever. I mean, and I'm just thinking about that. But again, Field of Dreams, I thoroughly enjoy it. Once again, baseball, uh, baseball. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers. It's been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. But baseball. 
you know, well, got man, that deep remember voice. the you know talking about that. The last thing he said to his father, you know, that before he died yeah. was, "I hate baseball." Right, exactly. And that was the last thing. Get to throw. Yeah. Okay. Know, every time <laughs> yeah. we're going to move on from this one. <laughs> we're gonna move on from this though, or else we're going to end up uh, here, you know, having a little bit of a therapy session. So great pick right there. Let me move up to my favorite one. I cannot turn it off. I do have the DVD. I don't drive around with it like Derek does with the uh, animated uh, movies <laughs> and stuff like that. The Robin Hood movie, Hoosiers. Okay. Hoosiers. Uh, again, I'm glad you picked that one because. My son and my wife were furious. I did not have that on my list. But I was like, I have a feeling Matt may pick that. So yeah. I'm glad you did. So go ahead. You and I have said it before. I wish I would have gone into coaching. I wish I would have gone into coaching. I regret that. 42, it is what it is. Uh, can't really turn around and go back into coaching per se, but I wish I would have. And this is one of the movies. This is probably the movie that showed me that. Um, I wish I would have gone into coaching because, you know, he, he comes to town. He moves to this town. He's got a past. Uh, but he moves there, and what does he start working on? He starts working on the fundamentals. He starts really working with them about their, their shape, uh, their dribbling, their passing, and all that kind of stuff. And it, my, my son and, and your son uh, – Watch basketball. You and I have been in some Grizzlies games the last three weeks. Uh, they just like to fire it up. A shot clock totally <laughs> changed the world. A shot clock totally it changed the world. It made it an outside game. And Hoosiers, he's like, we're going to pass – yeah, we're going to pass four times before we shoot. I don't necessarily necessarily agree with that, but what I'm saying is, is he says we're going to pass four times, and the movie takes a little bit of a turn when the guy goes against him. Oh, yeah. It's like, all right, here yeah. we go. He plays with four men on the thing. If you've never watched Hoosiers, you're probably not a very loyal listener to the UTW podcast, <laughs> but if you've never watched Hoosiers, go watch it. It is absolutely awesome. It's one of the best movies of all time. Again, wherever it is, I'll watch it. My wife gets so furious because it's like, oh, my God, the same part every time. She gets so sick of it. Oh, <laughs> y'all, awesome. you know, I do. I don't like the part when you know, the, you know, the dad gets straight and then he then he gets back to the bottle. That's a tough part to watch. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, it's it's part of the story and everything and what the kid has to go through. All right, now listen to me. All right, this is the last shot that we got. All right, we're gonna run the picket fence at him. Merle, you're the swing man. Jimmy, you're solo right. All right, Merle should be open, swinging around the end of that fence. Now, boys. Don't get caught watching a paint dry. Dennis Hopper, awesome. I mean, just uh, he was in Speed, uh, and that may come up uh, next week. Yeah. Uh, he was in Speed. He was in, you know, some. Uh, oh, he was in the ref on those commercials. Yeah. He's like bad things, man. Yeah. Bad. I love that guy. Yeah, so Dennis awesome. Hopper was good, and of course, you know, Gene Hatman's the coach. Just a great, great acting yeah. job. Just fantastic. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, uh, like I said, I, I wish I would have gone into coaching. And now that I'm older, I pay attention to it more. Uh, the number of kids that are out there, and again, sorry to go down the path, but you know, without you know, male figures mm -hmm. in their lives that they don't even realize um, what they're doing and the, what they're learning and the lessons that they're learning and stuff like that. Uh, working with our youth group on Wednesday nights, that's fun. some of my favorite stuff is when the light bulbs kind of start to go off. You know, you start to have those kids that they come in seventh and eighth grade and they're just absolute misfits and they're only there for the basketball or they're only there because we eat pizza or whatever <laughs> it is. But by 11th and 12th grade, they're the leaders of the group and, and they've matured and they've started to live life and, and grow older. And so when, you know, Jimmy Chitwood and all those guys mm – -hmm. Uh, it's a, yeah, it's a redemption movie. I, I love it. A uh, wonderful movie. Hoosiers, if you haven't seen it, that's my number one sports go-to movie. I also love when he takes them, you know, they go to the big gym you know, for the state championship and measures out 15 feet on the free throw line, sure. 10 feet. He's like, he's like, it's no different. It's you know, no different. You know, don't, let, don't let the surroundings make it too big for you. It's no different. Love that's that. Great Absolutely movie. love that. All right, great pick. Last one. Last one. Now, again, Matt, uh, we didn't go hockey. We didn't go slap shot. We didn't go miracle for hockey. Team Wolf. Another, Team yeah. Wolf. Go, Derek. <laughs> we didn't go. Remember the Titans? Yeah. No, no football movies on here yep. uh, because my last one, and this is why I did not pick the natural, my last one, also a baseball movie, 
Major League. One of the best comedies of all time. What, com- and I, I struggled where to put it, but we'll, we'll see next week okay, okay. why I did not put it in there. But Major League, just an absolutely fantastic, funny movie. Again, something I can almost quote all the way through. Sure. April 7th, 1989. A lot of my picks are sentimental, which is why I can watch these over and over again. Uh, I had the Robin Hood for myself. I had cars for my son. Major League, the first movie, first rated R movie my dad ever took me to. Wow, okay. We actually went, I was, uh, so 89, I'm 14 years old. My dad takes me into the movie theater to watch this rated R. Right. I'm not sure he knew it was rated R. <laughs> oh, and, and, you know, this is one of the ones when, you know, first time you're sitting there and they're dropping yeah. F-bombs, you're like, oh. oh and wow. then it's like also uh, there's a, a certain sex scene in the movie and sure. you're like, okay, that's tough. Yes, first one he took me to see, Charlie Sheen, Tom Berenger, Corbin Burnson, Renee Russo, uh, Bob Euchre, who's absolutely fantastic. Just a bit outside. Wesley Snipes, Dennis Haspert, uh, now the, uh, the Allstate guy. Uh, budget $11 million, made $75 million in the movie, so I did contribute to that. And, uh, you know, just the classic opening song, which, Matt, I sang to you uh, before we started this, Burn On. Uh, by Randy Newman, who also had the Toy Story song. Sure. Uh, just a classic opening song, but an absolutely fantastic movie. If you want a good laugh, if you've never seen this movie, and again, this is old baseball. This is before yeah. it was only home runs and strikeouts. This is old baseball, old stadiums sure. uh, that are shown, but just absolutely fantastic. So, again, I cannot recommend it more. Major League. Get about the curveball, Ricky. Give him a heater. Absolutely. Just a great pick, Derek. Wonderful baseball movie. There's other baseball movies we could have done. I mean, Bull Durham is one of the best comedies of all time. You know, and, and again, I struggle with that one because Bull Durham, I didn't watch growing up because it was a little 12. I, mean, I watched it, and it was a baseball movie, so I watched it. But right. I was like, oh, it's a lot of sappy. You know, there's a great sex scene in that one, but it's a lot of stuff like that. But I, I never sat down my entire life – any of these movies I just mentioned, I would sit down at any point in my life and watch it all the way through. Yeah. And again, th- we mature. We're different in our 20s and our 30s and our 40s and stuff. We, uh, we think about so many stuff. I mean, Derek, you and I would probably watch a soccer movie right now, you yeah. know, because of our kids, you know, that kind of stuff. We probably would, would watch some things like that. But man, what a good list. Again, you and I enjoy movies. We enjoy, uh, again, like I told y'all last week, uh, the uh, worst movie I've ever seen was the one with Tupac was in it. So <laughs> definitely, uh, I'm, I'm kidding. He was not either one back of these. Back to the Tupac take. Yeah, back to the Tupac, which two people did mention to me. Uh, they're at the, uh, I'm sure the, 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 the and, yeah. I, and and they they didn't necessarily disagree with me. Come on, just saying. Come on. Well, I know what Aquan. Yeah, she was mad at me. She's really. <laughs> your own Heather house was very mad at, at me because she she yelled at me the other day. Actually, she got so mad she started blaring Tupac and was just like, <laughs> "See, see." So anyway, just uh, well, people and, loved it that I actually ended the show with a oh, melody absolutely. of Tupac song. Yeah, well, and that won't be the last time either. Well, look, we were, we wanted to give a little bit of glimpse on who we are, the movies we enjoy, the things we enjoy. And next week we're going to break down some more. We're going to talk about action. And we're going to talk about comedy. So comedy and action will be next Tuesday. Again, we'll preview the, all the remaining, that type of stuff. But this summer, hey, man, it's a time to kind of do things a different way. And that's what we're doing. So, look, if you enjoy what you hear, if you're listening to us on your way to the beach, on your way to a family trip or something like that, we really appreciate you listening to the UTW podcast. We hope we've uh, brought a smile to your face as you travel. But, look, if you enjoy what you're hearing, find us on Facebook at UTW Podcast, on Instagram at UTW Podcast, and on Twitter at UTW Pod. Wherever you can hear my voice, please go give us a five-star review. That allows us to kind of move up the uh, rankings there on whatever podcast provider you listen to, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Hit subscribe, give us a five-star review, and tell all your friends and family all about the UTW Podcast. We really appreciate the growth. We certainly appreciate our advertisers continuing to support us. If you enjoy our show, be sure and find our brother podcast, OB Pod. That's OB Pod. Simply stands for Olive Branch, covering the eastern side of DeSoto County, Olive Branch, Lewisburg, and Center Hill. OB Pod, wherever you listen to podcasts. 
before we check out on our Tuesday show, again, get out there and vote if you can hear our voice. And also, we promise this on Friday, when people give our five-star reviews, when they go and give us a five-star review, you will hear your name on our show. What you got, five-star review? Our first shout-out for our a five-star review comment that has happened uh, within the last couple of weeks when we started talking about this, Evan Williams. Okay. We want to say thank you, Evan Williams, for your five-star review. His comment, love the podcast, guys. Keep it up. So, Evan, shout-out to you. Shout-out to your family, wherever they are. We want to just say thank you to Evan Williams. And your liquor. I mean, Evan Williams. <laughs> Fantastic. And your liquor. distillery. You know? <laughs> if, hey, that, yes. If that is the Evan Williams. Uh, you know, if you want to send a bottle to the UTW podcast, we can make you the official liquor sponsor of the UTW podcast. Uh, no doubt. No doubt. Thank you, Evan. We appreciate the uh, five-star review. Again, if you give us a five-star review, we're going to use your name. And if you give us a one-star review, we're going to give you a shout-out with your name as well. So that's just a simple warning. Just as You better be able to back it up. Just a simple warning. Well, Derek, great show. Enjoyed it. Get out and vote in the general election. Thank you so much for being a listener. We really appreciate your support and, uh, and growth here in Hernando. Glad to be a part of the Hernando community. And Derek, if there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the water tower. Unknown big river Unknown Unknown big river Unknown Unknown big river Unknown